please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. Welcome to Positive Arse Talks, hosted by Mike. The show that talks all things Arsenal, looking to build a positive relationship amongst the fans and players. Grab your cup of tea and stick around with me. It's Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. Episode 9, The Return of Emmy. Welcome to episode number 9. What's up, everybody? I hope you all had a great weekend. I finally got my car back. Um, can't say that my life doesn't feel complete, as that was the one missing piece from my life to be able to do things instead of, uh, you know, ask off my family to be of Uber service because I'm not paying $20 just to go to the grocery store and then pay another $20 just to go back. Obviously, I might be dramatic with those numbers, but... Regardless, I'm not spending money if I have possession of a car, and thanks to my family for taking me around to get things, I only had to go once, but yeah, just really glad to have it back. I was able to make my martial arts class this past Monday, and life is good. All of that is squared away and done with. My insurance hasn't gone up yet. Fingers crossed. stays the same way. Uh, maybe there's like a no-app fault for the first time you're in an accident or something. Uh... That would be amazing, but we shall see. Um, the weather has been pouring raining, so the last two to three days have been like really hot and humid. It almost felt like it was between 80 and 90 degrees around my way, and it's just... Ugh, ugh, it's November. We're almost close to Thanksgiving. It's not supposed to be like that. I'm watching these games over in UK, and I see everybody's in, like, trench coats and such, and winter attire, and over here, I'm over in the U.S. on the East Coast, just, nope, I have shorts on right now, I've been walking around with shorts and just a t-shirt, what, a week and a half, or two weeks ago, I was out in, like, a winter coat, what's going on, yo, Mother Nature, bring back the cold, I had enough of the heat. Also, it doesn't help that I only have a leather-seated chair. So, yes, it gets pretty hot. So, I'm pretty excited for the day that I sit on the chair and feel that really cold feeling on my skin because the chair is so cold. Like, almost as if you were sitting in a leather seat that was sitting inside of your car and, yeah, it just gets really cold. That's, that's what I would like. But... Anyways, let's get back to the podcast here, shall we? Today's topic include talking about our 8th Premier League game against Aston Villa, which we lost 0-3 or 3-0, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, sometimes shit happens. Uh, I think... Definitely wasn't expecting the whooping that we got, but hey, sometimes they come around, sometimes they don't, but uh, guys just didn't look like they were on their A-game, but let's go over the starting lineup, shall we? In net, we had Burn Leno, we had Rob Holding playing 
right center back in a 3-4-3. Then we had Gabriel playing the center back, and we had Tierney playing the left center back. Then as a right wing back, we had Bellerin, and in the middle we had the Partey-Elneny partnership, and then on left wing back was Bukaya Saka. Then at right wing we had William, striker was Lacazette, and left wing as usual, <clears throat> Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And let's get into the game. So within the first 46 seconds, uh, things weren't looking too hot. It looked like Aston Villa got a... Goal where the ball was given to uh, Jack Realish right out wide, and he found John McGinn on the edge of the 18 yard box and laid it off to him, and he smashed the top left corner. But <sighs> God's grace to VAR or virtual assistant referee, they disallowed the goal, calling Barkley offsides as he was in front of Leno's eye vision. Now, I don't think Leno was ever getting that ball. I personally would have said that that was a goal, should have been 0 to 1 right there. Uh, but, you know, weird situation where the same thing happened to us with uh, Lacazette's header just a few games ago. And, you know, it's unfortunate that has to happen. But, yeah, we lucked out of that and got out of it 0-0. And, yeah, not typically how you want to start the game. Not in the slightest bit. But... Nothing really happened up until the sixth minute. Uh, I saw Kieran Tierney had lost his footing for the ball passed back to him by Elneny. Um, nothing happened from this, but it was just a weird situation. Luckily, like he was trying to pass the ball back, and I got scared thinking that <laughs> the, the the guy friggin' injured himself by rolling his ankle, but he got up okay immediately after. Um, Thankfully, I mean, we don't need any more injuries than we already have. There was just a scary, weird moment, but, yeah, glad nothing developed out of that, but whew, that was a close one. I just really thought that he rolled his ankle, and there we go. We have to make a sub, and who would have knew? Could have been Kalasnatch coming in. Could have been Louise coming in. Could have been anyone coming in to fill in those shoes, and I'd much rather have Kieran Tierney on the field just because he's both an offensive and defensive threat. <clears throat> in the ninth minute, Partey almost caught McGinn's pass back to Martinez. Uh, that was interesting. He was playing up so high. Um, he, uh, McGinn didn't realize that Partey was right behind him, and nobody else communicated on Astavilla's side to say, hey, don't pass the ball back, but he almost picked that off, and Emmy Martinez was able to just kick and clear that ball away. So, good job on him, but unfortunately for us, still 0-0. In the 13th minute, there was great work for Partey again to pick off a pass, and then he found Aubameyang out wide, which resulted in a cross that went towards William's direction, and then William unfortunately shot the ball over the bar. Uh, in the 17th minute, there was a great exchange of play between Kieran Tierney and Bakaya Sako on that left side to find space behind defenders to make a play by sending in crosses. Uh, nothing developed at these, but it's good that we're able to have some service be provided from the left side. In the 21st minute, we saw Aubameyang want to fail outside the box on the left side. <clears throat> In the 23rd minute, there was a great switch from Bellerin to Saka instead of trying to force it down the middle like I see that we try to do with um, some of our coordinated triangles and squares that we try to develop our play with. It's good to see that there are some players that have the brains to not just try and shove the ball down the middle and give it away to the opposing players. So, yes, good on him. Then, 
Not even a minute later, in the 24th minute, there was a goal for Aston Villa. For whatever reason, on the right side, we had Holding, Bellerin, and William. And I don't know why, but William was just kind of dancing in front of the man instead of going after the ball, which led to us getting sucked outside of our own 18-yard box. And another man from their team went behind our defense and found space. And he was able to get behind on the touchline and... Uh, they were able to cross the ball into the middle of the six-yard box, and it ended up being called as an own goal against Bakaya Sack because he got his last foot on the ball, which was tapped in. But regardless, if he wasn't there, I think it was... Uh, I'm trying to think here. I think it was Ali Watkins right behind him who could have just tapped it in anyway, so it would have been a goal if he wasn't there. So, unfortunate for the lad, but yeah, we're down. Uh, zero to one at that point. In the 26th minute, uh, Thomas Partey almost picked out an amazing chip over the defensive line for Bellerin to run onto, but there was too much pace on it. See, I, I like to bring up these points just to show that Partey's really getting involved, and he almost seems like our creative midfielder right now. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. He has a lot of Champions League experience. It looks like he's a box-to-box uh, midfielder for Ghana. He's not playing for Ghana this week. We'll speak about that in a little bit bit but as the game develops you'll figure out why he's not playing for Ghana take a sip of my tea here <laughs> in the 29th minute Arsenal started having a great offensive press from both sides Tierney had a shot and William had a shot and Elani was able to keep the possession for us right at the Aston Villa 18 yard box even when they tried to clear the ball and play out of the back and he was able to scoop that up and keep the pressure on nothing really came of it but you know, it's good that we're still pressing high, we're putting pressure on the opposing team, and we're doing it in their defensive third, instead of trying to make up for it when it's already in our defensive third. And then in the 33rd minute, we saw Partey try passing the ball toward Kieran Tierney, and Douglas Louise was able to pick that ball off and get the ball out wide to... Um, Trezeguet, who took a shot that was blocked out for a corner. <clears throat> Partey's got to watch. He's starting to get himself picked off here and there, time to time. Uh, again, don't force her in the middle, you know. Uh, just got to start looking out wide. And another issue is our own players have to start making themselves more available. It seems like we're all just stagnant, standing in certain places and not moving to other pla like spaces on the field when uh, you can kind of be a little bit more helpful and help the guys that are playing to find an open man instead of trying to have to either chip or cross the ball or switch or, you know, force the ball down the middle just because no one else wants to move towards it. So, good that it resulted in nothing, but, yeah. Just need to make ourselves a little bit more available for our midfielders especially because it's not going to work out if everyone's just kind of standing out wide. Um, in the 36th minute, we saw Bellerin try playing the ball in the middle on the ground, but... In this situation, it was kind of weird. I thought that he had a clear shot on net. You know, I've seen Bellerin shoot the ball before. It was already on his right foot. And it looked like he had a clear chance on net. So, not sure why he didn't try to just shoot. I'm pretty sure every other player on the field was expecting that as well. And, you know, at that professional level, I just expect you to take your chances once you get them. Especially if you're a right wing back. Like, <sighs> When I was playing left back and kind of go up, then at offensive developing play to play 
somewhat of a left wing back instead of just crossing the ball. I was wanted to score, you know. And I think when that opportunity presents itself, just tackle onto it. Even if you miss, I'm, I'm, I feel a lot better if you take the shot and it goes over the crossbar instead of playing the ball ahead of people when no one else is running onto it because they assume you're going to shoot too. So, you know, just build up some confidence. Work on the training uh, grounds, Hector, and we'll see what comes of it next time we come out to play another match. In the 39th minute, Aubameyang found Sokka on the touchline, but Martinez got a hand on the ball that Sokka played in the middle, and if he didn't touch that ball, Lacazette had a clear head on goal. So kudos to Emmy again. Of course, he showed up this game because he has to do that against his former team. And, you know, open welcoming arms for the man. In the 40th minute, Gabriel tried to pass the ball back to Leno, and um, it almost went in. Uh, there, there's an issue sometimes with Gabriel when he's passing the ball back. He doesn't really look back at Leno. He's just kind of looking down, making sure he has his footing right, and he passes the ball. Well, in this scenario, Leno was kind of standing off towards the left post a little bit more, and Gabriel played it towards the middle, and Leno pretty much had the Harry and himself back towards the middle of the goal, where... You know, the ball would have just went in, and that would have been bad for so early on in the year. And we've had trouble with defense tenders, and he's been doing great, but, you know, just has to be a little bit more technical with uh, which passes he's picking and stuff. In uh, the 40th minute again, there was a beautiful cross from Tierney to Lacazette on the counter, but Lacazette headed a high. This is a scenario where. Lacazette didn't even attempt to jump up to get the ball and go over it to knock it down towards the ground. Uh, he's just kind of doing this lazy play where he decides the ball's going to come to me. I don't want to jump, and I'm going to expect myself to be able to head it into the net. Well, here's the thing. When you're trying to head a ball and it's up off the ground a little bit, what are you doing? You're leaning back already. When you hit the ball on a trajectory, and, you know, we could go look at physics, how do you think the ball is going to be hit? It ain't going down towards the ground. It's not going to go down towards the net. It's going to just shoot sky high. Or go over the bar or hit the crossbar or even go out wide because you can't get an accurate head on the ball to put it down towards the ground. It's just, it was just one of those silly Lacazette plays. I mean, you're a striker of your caliber and you're not finishing those. Questionable, but, you know. Hopefully he works on it. Uh, he's got the most... Goals on her team right now, so not that that's saying much, but yeah. In the 43rd minute, there was a great block on Barkley's shot from El Nenny. Pretty much identifying that just because El Nenny's been nothing short of a gem lately. And, you know, I thought that he had an okay game. And, you know, first half ended right after this. And as the second half started, Ceballos came in for Thomas Partey. And apparently it was reported that Partey had gotten a knock and had a cramp in his thigh. So, yeah, hamstring injury. Don't want to mess with that. Good on the medical staff to say, hey, don't play. Good on him to open up his mouth and tell the coaching staff and medical team just so that you don't go out there and make it worse than it is and he's not on international break so hopefully he's just resting it up and yeah stretching out putting ice putting heat warmers on it see where it goes from there at 47th minute 
There was a big save from Leno and Trezeguet's shot. In the 49th minute, we saw a ball man cross the ball out to a Lacazette that Douglas Louise flicked out, and William had a clear chance on net, and he shot low and really far wide right. Uh, it's kind of like <laughs> it almost hit the corner flag, and he was in front of the net, so that just shows you how productive William's been right now. Not trying to be critical or judgmental of people, but kind of brought you in to be an offensive creative threat and it seems like William hasn't really done too much to deserve that he only has two assists on the season that was the first match against Fulham of the season um I read another stat that he only has three shots all year so far and there was only one on target so not exactly the offensive threat that we need right now. And I don't think that we personally need wingers, per se. I know I said that it was a great signing for free. I still think that's the case. It's not my money and it's not my wages. I can't really complain about those things. Hey, you gotta have a good agent or something. Um, maybe we could have used that money and spent it well in other places. But, you know, I don't make those calls. I can only sit here and observe as a fan. And... Hopefully things can change from that point on, and hopefully after this international break and a few training sessions, and I'm sure Arteta will have some of these guys that didn't go on our international break. Hopefully they can get together some new plays, <clears throat> build more of an offensive threat, and start some drills so that we can start hammering in. Uh, we seem like we're too much of a defensive team that wants to receive the ball and play out of the back and suck in the opposing team. I want to be able to go up and just rail complete dominance on them in their own half, you know. And we do make some beautiful plays, but just seems like they're getting too easy to tell what's about to happen and easily read by the other team. Um, you can literally watch any of our games. It seems like we're doing the same exact style of play each game we play. So it's not that hard to pick out. Uh, it's only a matter of are we working hard enough or not. In the 52nd minute, we saw that Kieran Tierney had a cross blocked out for a corner. Nothing came of that. In the 54th minute, Bakaya Saka conceded a free kick outside the box to the left side. Um, Kind of lucky it wasn't a PK, in my honest opinion. It looked like the fail was committed inside of the box, but they ruled it right outside. There was no VAR intervention there, so kind of strange that it was so close to that, but hey, whatever. Didn't happen. Um, in the 55th minute, we allowed the free kick to um, be played as William laid off the ball to Tierney, and then uh, Tierney laid off the ball to Sebastian. Bios after the ball was received to him and a shot went a little bit far right, wide on uh, the right side. Uh, it, was, it looked like he was trying to get a finesse curler. It, it looked like a beautiful shot, just kind of wide a little bit. In the 56th minute, uh, Jack Grealish had a chance on the end line and there was a block from Leno. In the 57th minute, Grealish had another shot that was blocked by Tierney, but that would have easily been an absolute cannon. I mean... Tierney looked like he had to catch his breath after he got hit with that right in his gut. So uh, kudos to him for standing in front of that. <clears throat> Those plays are not easy to handle. And, you know, 
everyone's reaction when something is coming towards them, like a trajectory or some type of object, you want to get out of the way. And the fact that you mustered up the strength to stand in the way, kudos to you, man. In the 61st minute, we saw that Rob Holding swept the ball uh, with his left from Gabriel's cross, and the ball went out wide for a goal kick. Um, yeah, Gabriel was able to get a cross in, and Rob Holding just kind of shanked that. I mean, I don't, again, it's that whole debate of, like, you're a professional, you should be able to kick with both feet, right? No, I understand he's a center back and defender, but regardless, I think if you're getting paid X amount of money to play soccer each day, I think you should be able to practice and train on kicking with both feet. Because that could have been as easy as the ball comes towards him and he just taps it. Just make sure that your feet are playing it right and it goes down and wide towards the post or something, you know? In the 62nd minute, there was a big block from Bukaya Saka. Then in the 64th minute, we saw a double sub. Pepe came in for William, and Enkedia came in for Lacazette. Looked like uh, at that point, Arteta needed to make some changes. He looked around the field, and nobody was really encouraging each other, or boosting each other's confidence. Um, there wasn't any yelling or any of that sort of play going on, but it just looked like nobody was motivated at that point in time. On uh, the 68th minute, Uh, in the 68th minute, we had an opportunity with Enkedi and Pepe, but they were offside. Uh, in the 69th minute, there was an unlucky moment from Pepe. There was a finesse shot that almost had a tap on the end from Alba's head. Uh, in the 71st minute, there was a great lobbed ball from Trezeguet, and then... There was an amazing cross from Ross Barkley that went toward Ollie Watkins for another Aston Villa goal, and we were just caught off guard. They caught us on the break. Beautiful exchange of play amongst those players, and now the scoreline looks like 0-2 to two Aston Villa. In the 72nd minute, there was more pressure from Aston Villa as Gabriel gave the ball away, and Danny Ceballos made a save on the goal line when that all happened. Good work to keep the hustle up and not let that third goal in. But three minutes later in the 75th minute, there was another Aston Villa goal. A counterattack happened where Grealish dribbled the entire way off of a corner kick that we had. He ran about 60 to 70 yards and then set Watkins through for their uh, through ball. And he was able to tap it in behind Leno. And now they're up 0-3, to Aston Villa. By the 80th minute, honestly, the only note that I could think of is we just looked so flat and lethargic at that point. In the 81st minute, Aubameyang wasn't able to settle the ball from Tierney looking off right now. I mean, he's just not looking like himself. I don't think his confidence is built up right now. Um, just stuff needs to happen. Uh, it seems like Aubameyang is trying to give more service to others than he is receiving, and that's not good because that's our best goal scorer right now and the fact that he has to try and create chances for others that aren't going to finish them and he doesn't get much an opportunity to finish chances on his own not looking that ideal but maybe we can instill a new formation or development plan to figure out what's the best case usage for Aubameyang going forward do we play him centrally or do we keep him out wide seemed like he was fine out wide the last two years but now, all of a sudden, this year, it's just not looking so great. Uh, it's just that lack of uh, creativity from the middle right now. But, you know, hopefully things change. 
in the 87th minute, there was a fail um, from Bellerin on Grealish. Uh, just been a bunch of up and down this entire time. Where we either had the ball trying to press on them or they had the ball trying to press on us. In the 90th minute, there was a free kick right into the wall from Pepe. It pretty much summed up our night. <laughs> And then in the 90th plus two, honestly, Aston Villa, I thought I almost had the opportunity to make it for nothing from a free kick. So, easy to say, it wasn't the best game. But in conclusion, it's fair to say we played nothing short of shit. Just shit. <laughs> um, losing 3 nothing to Aston Villa after playing against Manchester United has just doesn't really make too sense, but... It's unfortunate because, like I said, that shift we put in against United last weekend, it looks like we're just floating back into a black hole of uncertainty of not knowing whether or not we're contenders for top four or just showing up to play against the big teams because that's not cool. Like, show up to play every game, you know? I don't know what happened all in that span of time, but I figured it had to happen sooner or later, and hopefully this grinds some gears and, you know, Put some fire that's lighted underneath some people's asses to start working harder and committing to the team, you know, because you could see it was just a bunch of people on the team. It wasn't just one or two guys. It was it was a few of them. You know, we're lacking some creativity and losing Partey after the first half was unfortunate, but we need to move on from this. It's not ideal to go into this international break at 12 points in ninth place, but... It is early in the season, so we have time to fix this. Hopefully we get some good news and updates on injuries in the next week or so, which I'm going to report on next week, as our next game won't be until November 22nd against Leeds. Um, so let's just hope that some of our guys build some confidence and have fun during the break so we can all come back fresh and come back to work, you know. But nothing really much else that I could say on that note. Played a crappy game, but as a loyal fan, I will sit through and not be like the rest of the fans. i probably turn off the match. Yeah, maybe it was torture to myself, but it's just like, it's a love for this team that I can't give up. And on that note, have a great weekend coming up. So love and light, my friends. Until next time. Come on, you gutters! So careful. Girl, is that hell? What's up against